Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Neil World Order Podcast. A lovely Saturday night here uh, in Wisconsin. Beautiful day today. Uh, I think it was upper 60s, maybe it hit 70. Um, sunshine, not cloud, not a cloud in the sky, no rain. Uh, we, It's been a real rainy spring here. Uh, I think you guys have heard me piss and moan about that quite a bit. Um, Bucks won, so they're up 2-1 on the Celtics. That's always good, and they won by one point. I think at one point they were up 13 in the fourth quarter. I wasn't watching it because I figured, okay, they're not winning. I'm not watching. I'm not going to jinx it. I was outside cleaning my new beer fridge. Um, We got to the point where we thought we needed a second. We did need it a second fridge just for beverages and it's not all alcohol it's like bottled water um you know energy drinks uh beer uh some other things leftovers we 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 have a ton of leftovers uh we like to do a lot of meal prep and we have a huge ass fridge in our kitchen as it is like it is a huge KitchenAid fridge but it, it seems to fill up really quick. Um, so I think, you know, we did the, the midway. I feel like everyone has a second fridge. Anyways, um, so yeah, I'm really stoked about that. It was free. Uh, I did drive about, I don't know, 45 minutes to get it. Um, cleaned it up really nice. Uh, it was a little dirty, but works just fine. Uh, so, you know, then finding a spot in the garage for that because both their vehicles are pretty large you know and you got all your other shit in the garage but yeah so that that's that's kind of cool um you know got some uh had my first beers uh my totally uh, i'm a huge fan of new glaris's totally naked beer which is kind of like their summer beer um it's like it's like their light beer they sell spotted cow all year long new glaris is uh only sold here in wisconsin um you know it's kind of a uppity liberal company but I, I do enjoy their beer um so you know I, I i will partake i don't let my politics dictate everything about my life i mean obviously if it did i would never shop at shop or costco or buy apple products you know you gotta, i mean you have to live your life to some extent um but yeah so I don't even know what I was babbling on. Oh, my new glare spear. So, yeah, I grilled out some uh, chicken skewers. And my wife found these things. They're like, we've been dieting ever since I got back from vacation. I know it's hard to believe. But I've lost, I think I've lost like 16, 17 pounds with li- like no exercise. This is just changing my terrible eating habits, which pretty much would consume of pizza, burgers, lots of tacos, um, tons of sweets pretty much i cut out a lot of carbs so it's like a keto thing we're doing but not a hardcore keto because like sometimes diets are just it's there's so much to keep up with that really you know i started with portion control and then just trying to eat better but anyway she found these things at aldi today they were like um they said they were cheese fries they're not potatoes at all so it's literally like almost like a cheese with a coat coating on and we put them there they were keto friendly or whatever they were freaking amazing 
like we you know we'd never had them before so we got them trying i'm going back tomorrow and i'm buying all the ones they have on the shelf I'm not lying i'm really going to do this uh because they were that good uh, you know and that's kind of i think that's been the struggle for kai more so than me uh when i find like one thing and i'm like okay this is healthy i like this i could just eat it every day i was like i don't need variety i'm just you know anyone you know scott could vouch uh, any of my friends anyone who's ever remember me i'll you know i'll go places i eat the same thing it's just what i do i'm not a you know my, i've expanded my palate i guess as i got older we talked about uh the asparagus and getting more into vegetables and stuff, which I actually love asparagus. I think we're going to have some on the grill tomorrow. And I'm really stoked about that for Mother's Day. But, um, you know, and it's just trying to eat, realizing, you know, cutting out a lot of the breads or getting like some kind of uh, alternative, uh, something with way less carbs. It's more keto friendly. You know, I've switched it with like my taco shells with, uh, the, the bun, I mean, I wouldn't, I, they're buns, but they're not buns that I use for uh, burgers, you know, because the meat itself is bad. It's, you know, it's all the carbs we put into it. Uh, eventually, I think I'm going to have to work on my ketchup, my hot sauce intake. I, I'm a sauce person. I feel like I always want lots of ketchup, lots of marinara, lots of pizza sauce, lots of hot buffalo sauce, and steak sauce, etc., yada, yada. I'm just a sauce guy, but uh, yeah. Anyway, so got the second fridge. It's out there. Hopefully, it doesn't blow up overnight. I'm sure it's fine. I mean, if it does, it's free. So what do I care? Um, interesting week um, this week, and I guess America politics. Um, you know, it had been a while since we'd seen our friends on the left just kind of get completely unhinged um apparently they really like being able to kill the unborn uh they're currently protesting uh at judge kavanaugh and justice roberts house right now which that's ridiculous like you know when the release of the draft of the overturning of roe v wade came out there was like so much to for me to to look at process i guess um, you know, and honestly, the first time I heard about it, you know, cause it was late at night. All I could think about is it wasn't what the draft meant or the fact that they were, you know, possibly doing it. It was, what is this to distract us from? Cause things get leaked to like, that's just how it works in politics. I think of you know, well-timed things. There was, you know, think there were a lot, the WikiLeaks thing on Hillary Clinton in 2016. Uh, if you recall here in Wisconsin, uh, I can't freaking think of her name, the lady that ran against Scott Walker the last time he won. Our uh, family was truck bikes, but all this stuff got leaked like two days before. And it was all true about, you know, everything she lied about. And I mean, pretty much her campaign was over at that point. But, um, you know, I was like, okay, so this is getting released. Maybe the Johnny Depp trial is finally over, you know. And they're like, what better way to get all the purple-haired, vagina-hat-wearing, non-gendered bremolos fired up than some pro-life policy? Bremolo, if you will, is a term uh, from an old Sir Mix-a-Lot song off the album Swass, which is one of the great old-school rap albums of all time. Uh, 
Bremolo describes a very uh, unpleasant-looking lady. I believe he said she had a 40-inch booty and a 10-inch beak. The girl's a Bremolo. But, um, you know, and not to be harsh, you know, when thinking about all these people that are all bent about this subject, but, like, you know, when you you watch the news, and, you see, and granted, you know, this is what they're showing you and on social media and stuff, like, you look at a majority of these women, and I use quotations when I said women, um, that are on, you know, they're all in on killing the unborn, and, like, a lot of them look as if it would take, like, a miracle of God or an assault, possibly, for them to become pregnant in the first place. I, I know, I, I said it, but a lot of you were thinking it, and you know you were, and, and that's kind of what I give you. I'm like, you think it, I say it. You know, you're like, fuck, he's really got a point. But, like, you know, in my mind, I guess I look at, what if we battled child hunger, pediatric cancer, the way we battle to be able to abort and kill the unborn? Like, imagine being the only child of a pro-choice liberal. Like, are you sitting there thinking, man, I wonder if my brothers and sisters aren't here because, well, you know, um, you know, all in the name of timing, I guess. Uh, you know, I, I don't get it, though. Like, nobody calls these people out on their thirst to kill. And then ultimately, that's what it is. You know, it's not a right. It's not reproductive health care. Like, imagine using the words health and care combined to describe killing something. Something harmless, defenseless, something you're supposed to love and defend at all costs, you know, and it's supposed to be one of the greatest gifts in the world is bringing a child in this world. But, oh, I see. You're not ready. Or you can't afford it. And then, here's a thought. Maybe keep your pants on, slut. You know, you don't just fall into pregnancy. It's not like cancer where you can just get it. Uh, you know, and before you come with the talking points, people are always like, oh, rape and incest and assault. Did you know those make up less than 1% of all abortions? It's actually 0.5%. And on top of that, the abortion industry rakes in $3.4 billion annually and has seen a rise in revenue of an average of 3.4% over the past decade. Money, people. It, it's all about money. Billion-dollar babies, just like the song says. You know, and I think a lot of it, like my frustration, it's not so much, you know, I'm pro-life, okay? And I understand certain circumstances, but, um, you know... What I think a lot of, you know, these people, oh, we're going to go to jail. But for those of you that maybe don't understand or curious what, what even the overturning of Roe v. Wade actually means, what it does is it takes away the federal protection for abortion rights. It ultimately leaves it up to the states, who then will leave it up to the people, which is kind of how democracy works. But I think we've kind of forgotten that in the last couple of years. Um, abortion will probably still be legal in a majority of U.S. states. And, you know, the highest percentages of abortions that occur in this country are mostly in blue states. Your New Yorks, your Californias, your Illinois, your New Jersey. Um, that That's just how it is. It's not a population thing. It's, that's, you know, 
but states will have the right to decide whether or not to allow or how to regulate it. And, you know, when, when you see people get frustrated and, and throw out all the nonsense and act like it's just going to come to an end with a piece of... Like, you want them to pick up a book. You're like, come on, asshat. Like, understand how history and government works. You know, and this is... The other thing this does is it brings out, and I've seen it all over social media, and some of you I'm probably friends with, that bringing out all the men don't get to have an opinion on this. And that's a, that's a clown take. Like, no, that's not how it works. You know, though, especially coming from the same people who told us men could be pregnant and couldn't even define what a woman was a month ago. You know, there's even a show on Netflix about a pregnant man. We got a pregnant man emoji. On our phones with the last update. Like, I, I can't even fathom the insane amounts of anxiety these people probably have right now. Or maybe not, because, like, looking stupid kind of comes with the territory when you're way on that leftist side, right? Like, that's kind of just, like, your thing. It's kind of like how pigs smell and roll around in mud. Liberals are just oblivious to stupidity. Um... You know, and, and I, I guess I just don't get where so many people, and maybe women especially, got misled or lost in their maternal sense of simply being human. Like, they honestly feel entitled to kill. You know, and these are the same people who chastise the police for killing criminals in the street. You know, they cry about families of illegal aliens being separated at the border. They labeled Kyle Rittenhouse a domestic terrorist. You see, in their warped perspectives, Kyle Rittenhouse is a murderer, but George Floyd was a murder, a martyr, and killing an unborn child is a choice or health care. You know, they think the anti-vax community are super spreaders, killing everyone, killing grandma, and they wear a mask all alone in the Prius, bumping some Florida Georgia line. Um, you know, I... I still overwhelmed by the amount of people I see wearing masks in stores and I'm like you know and, and it's some people that are working and those people a lot of these businesses aren't requiring anymore so these people are choosing to you know and if you're still wearing it now I feel like you've committed to wearing it forever because there's no reason to be wearing it I mean there never was um, you know it's just but there, those types of people were appalled by those of us you know, who didn't wear masks for the last two years. But when it comes to sucking a baby out of the womb in pieces, violently killing it, to them that's health care. And then they piss and moan about universal health care on top of it, because or unpaid maternity leave, you know, because society is really what makes them kill their baby. It's not poor choices, it's not, you know not taking responsibility it's 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 society because you know for so we we couldn't have lived in a country that could produce generations of children without universal health care i mean our parents and our grandparents and our great-grandparents and go back as far as you want and all those generations you go back health care was less efficient had less innovation uh, technology and everything else and generations of us still got here you know and it's they 
they feel like, you know, and they paint themselves that they're actually like this victim who carries the burden of having to make such a choice. You know, even though a lot of them probably had two to five abortions, let's be real. You know, it, it's not about social economic status or flaws within the American health system. It's about the bad word and that word's accountability. You know, even when you talk about a woman's health, uh, you know, troubled pregnancies or, you know, at risk or fetal health or whatever, that makes up less than 8% of abortions. So we're, you know, and, and like I said, pregnancy doesn't just happen. There are ways to not get pregnant, you know, and I hope for some of you out there that didn't just blow your mind um, because, yeah, sure, birth control methods are not 100% effective, but absten abstinence is, I mean, anal is, um, ask your mom. Yet people feel free to make all these other choices on their own without owning the responsibility of said choices. Oh, I can just plan B the baby. Or worst case, I'll just get an abortion. There are people out there, and I'm telling you, you may even know them, work with them, they're in your family, whatever. They don't think twice about it. You know, it all comes back to poor choices yield poor results. Period. And I'll say that over and over and over again until I'm blue in the face. Like, there's a reason it's called poor. It's poor choices that lead people... It's simple. You know, it, here, here's the kicker. This is one of the other ones that I've been seeing a lot. Screaming about safe abortions. You know, and, and I kind of scratch my head there, and I'm like, has there really ever been one? I mean, I would love to hear about an abortion procedure in which something wasn't killed. I mean, I'll wait. If anyone could tell me, that'd be great. You know, and like I said, I was explaining the numbers earlier. Because after all, for someone who hates math, I do have the respect for numbers and understand that numbers don't lie. Like I said, less than 0.5% of abortions are rape, sexual assault victims. 7% are due to the fetal or mother's physical health issues. That leaves 92.5% of abortions that occur, well, just because. And based on the chart that I took from the CDC... Um, there's some really good reasons on that, like done having children, 19%. Can't afford a baby, 23%, to which I would say you probably can't afford to have sex then. Not ready for a child, 25%. Well, then you're probably not ready for sex. Not mature enough, 7%. Probably not mature enough to have sex. Like, saying you're not ready for a child, but having sex, it's like me saying... I'm not ready to get drunk as I enjoy this bottle of whiskey. Let me have a sip. Like, seriously. Not mature enough? Like, come on. Some of these reasons make women look so bad. And we want to, we want to talk about equality. You know, and before I go any further, there's tons of men, I said that with quotations, uh, on this issue, too, that are like, you know, um, that feel the exact same way. So I don't want to just say all women aren't bad, especially the, you know, when we're 11 minutes away from Mother's Day. But imagine if some of those excuses I just said, you know, which are charted reasons per the CDC listed on their website. There's a chart that explains it in a breakdown. 
Imagine if men took that list and used those as excuses to be deadbeat dads. Boom! Oh, imagine the heads rolling now on that. Exactly. You all were just like, ooh, I don't know. But, you know, stupid is as stupid does. Going along with this lovely episode we're moving right through, um, this week's brilliant song title, which I thought was super, episode title, song title, was uh, brought to you from the catalog of rock and roll icon and legend Alice Cooper. Vincent Fernier formed the Alice Cooper Band in 1964 in Phoenix, Arizona. That was before I was born. Alice Cooper sold over 50 million albums. He's actually a scratch golfer, which means he's like top 2% of people in the country that golf. He's really good. That was one of the ways he battled. I believe it was drug and alcohol, or at least alcohol addiction was... You know, he found something to put his time into, and the thing he put his time into was uh, was golf, was how he did it. And, um, you know, Billion Dollar Babies is actually his only number one hit. Um, although over the years he's had such classics uh, that you've heard, and maybe you don't, School's Out, 18, No More Mr. Nice Guy, Welcome to My Nightmare, under My Wheels, Poison, Feed My Frankenstein, um, you know, and, and the list goes on and on. True story here, I was actually introduced to the music of Alice Cooper in 1986, and my mind works like this, and I think this is one of the things Scott and I always bonded over, is we could go back to moments in our life and, like, describe every detail, you know, it was years ago, blah, 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 but something our wives told us five minutes ago, no fucking clue. Um, 1986, when he released the song, He's Back, The Man Behind the Mask. It was on uh, Alice Cooper's album Constrictor, and it was featured in Friday the 13th Part 6, Jason Lives. Um, I saw the music video one morning before uh, school. I probably would have been middle, yeah, I was middle school. Middle school, fifth grade, somewhere in there. Here was this guy in crazy costume, face painted. He had like this python around his neck. He was singing a song. Jason Voorhees is in the video, like chasing him, killing other people, you know. And uh, uh, I always laugh too when I start thinking and talking here about seeing music videos, something most of you maybe you know have only seen on YouTube. Um, anyways, you know, 1986. Here I'm a kid. I remember I was talking to my dad about it. And I think I honestly referred to Alice Cooper as Allie Cooper because I just thought maybe it was weird spelling. And I thought, there's no way a guy's name was Alice, right? And my dad kind of laughed and he told me, no, it's Alice Cooper. And he told me all about Alice Cooper's like wild uh, concerts and his music and even played me some old records. Yeah, I'm old. Um, and, and I guess from that moment, a fan was born, you know, um, in 1989, Alice Cooper would release... Wow, I feel like I sound congested, but I feel fine. Um, Alice Cooper would release the album Trash uh, and the single Poison, which would be his first top ten hit since 1977. The album would sell two million copies. It would uh, launch his Nightmare Returns tour. Uh, you know, it kind of... It gave Cooper a whole new, younger audience. He was able kind of to connect with the hair metal audience that was out there. You know, and he released one of the better metal albums of that era. 
he had collaborated with a songwriter, Desmond Child, I think, I believe, who had written, he'd written with, he wrote, uh, I Was Made for Loving You with Kiss, he worked with Def Leppard, uh, he was kind of like one of those guys that just turned out hits, um, Alice Cooper is often referred to as the godfather of shock rock, uh, and would be cited as an influence for future artists like Marilyn Manson, Slipknot, bands like Guar and others, um, you know, as well as being able to connect with all audiences around the world. If you've never seen footage of, like, his old concerts and stuff, like, look some up. It's quite the show. Very theatrical. Um, you know, all kinds of wild stuff. Huge production. Uh, you know, things like he has himself beheaded. There's snakes, zombies, monster dancers. You know, it, it's almost like a Broadway show. It's just like a huge full-scale production. And it's worth the price of admission. You know, and, and any, one of the cool things, too, any interview um, I'd ever seen with him was great. He seems like a very humble man, uh, very gracious. Um, but, yeah, do, do yourself a favor. Go discover or rediscover some Alice Cooper. Um, let me know what you think. I have a feeling people are going to try to give me some flack for the Alice Cooper, but Alice Cooper's great. Um, you know, and like I said, Billion Dollar Babies was a perfect... Um, song and title for this week's episode. So, my plan the other day, you know, and over the next couple of weeks, is to really get set up for having guests on the show and possibly doing the live video cast as well. And I know I just have, I, I spent some time down here on the other day, and this is sometimes where I know I'm my own worst enemy. I was in a bad mood, and I get in bad mood sometimes for no reason, and my wife's the same for putting up with it. So, Anyone who knows me knows when I tell you why I came down here to mess with all the technology and all this stuff, thinking, okay, it's something monotonous I can work on, and I'm in a grumpy mood. It, my mood was worse. I ended up deleting programs, switching every wire, every piece of equipment in and out, fortunate enough to have two of everything, and I yielded no results. I know exactly what my problem is. Now, I've figured out what the problem is. The issue is it doesn't allow me to fix it. Um, you know, and it bums me out because I have so many ideas I want to do and expand this and bring other people on. You know, I, I keep thinking about what Scott said that night we were uh, doing the episode in Charlotte. But how cool it would be just to call one of the old guys, uh, you know, call Dana, call Sean, somebody, get them on the phone and just be, hey, we're doing the, our podcast. Come on, rattle off and just get some insanity out of them or some old stories. Um, I know I want to get Casey on here. Um, she's been waiting forever. Um, you know, and then I just think of a whole slew of people, you know, in my circle uh, that I'd love to have on, have quality conversation and great entertainment for you guys um but yeah so at least i know what the problem is now it's just how do i fix it you know I, i'm looking at possibly switching the program i use for recording which i realized halfway through this recording that the mixer wasn't plugged into the laptop which is kind of strange because all my levels and stuff were great so maybe this shit's all possessed by the devil anyways um but yeah so sunday which is three minutes away as we speak right now is mother's day um you know everyone if you were fortunate enough to still have your mama 
make sure to give her a call, uh, send her some flowers, send her a gift, tell her thank you for being your mom. We should always appreciate our moms. I would say we probably take our mothers for granted very often. Um, you know, and, and happy Mother's Day to all the mothers out there. Um, I assure you guys, I appreciate all your mothers. Just kidding. No, I do. But, um, you know, I think as we get older, you know, it, it's good to say, hey, Mom, thanks for putting up with me here. You know, we're doing... Uh, lunch dinner with my mother-in-law uh, tomorrow and I'm very fortunate my mother-in-law is awesome she spoils me uh, she even takes my side in arguments sometimes which is really cool um, you know she always makes me treats uh, she gets me Easter baskets I get Halloween baskets she does the best stockings at uh, Christmas, and she continues to do those things for me, because she says out of everyone, I always appreciate it the most, because I think it's cool, and I really enjoy it, you know, and I love my, I talked to my mom today, it was nice, uh, I'll give her a call tomorrow as well, um, being 600 miles away from my parents, you know, I don't talk to them as much as maybe some of you guys do, but it's always good to call home, and you know, I, I always... The, you know, we talk about moving and stuff like that. So I'm like, okay, the plan is eventually to get back down there. And then maybe I'll get to spend some Mother's Days, Birthdays, Thanksgivings, Kwanzaa's, Martin Luther King Days, what have you, with the uh, fam again. But, um, yeah, that's, that's all I got for tonight, folks. Um, you know, call your moms, drink some whiskey, um... Check out the merch shop, uh, the Retro Lounge. Tons of cool stuff in there. You can get your awesome Judd's t-shirt, uh, you know, in memory of Naomi Judd. Uh, my ice melted my whiskey. I guess I was drinking too slow tonight. But, yeah, as always, thank you guys for listening. It's kind of crazy to think we are actually coming up on our two-year anniversary. I never... Uh, I guess I never really thought how long I would do this or what. It, you know, I, I think maybe like most things in my life, sometimes I get bored. Um, you know, I obviously have my episode, my weeks where I struggle doing this, but um, I've really enjoyed it. I think it's been something neat. Uh, definitely something that will probably keep me from ever running from polit for running for political office. Um, same with anybody who's ever been on the show. I apologize. But, um, yeah, so... It's cool thinking about that day coming up. But uh, I hope everyone has a great rest of their weekend. I hope it's warm and sunny where you are, not cold and rainy, because that would be brutal. But, uh, yeah, have a great weekend. Uh, thanks for listening, and we'll see you guys next week.